0: Welcome to the Geek Psychology Podcast. This podcast comes from the Geek Psychology YouTube channel, where we use personality type and geek and gaming culture to help you play life better. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, team? It's Sherman here from Geek Psychology. This is another video on Dario Nardi's book, The Neuroscience of Personality, Brain Savvy Insights for All Types of People. Gotta love that long title. Uh, It's time I talk about my arch nemesis, extroverted thinking, and the neuroscience of what I call the geomancer, the extroverted thinking types. And why do I give it this wonderful title? Well, because it's my inferior function. It's the mirror of my dominant and the counter to my hero of introverted feeling. It's also aspirational and something that I wish I could get better at. So what is extroverted thinking? Well, extroverted thinking is all about building structure and systems. Uh, It's what is called a judging function, which means it's a way of making decisions. As you can imagine, the decisions aren't based on feelings or beliefs or emotions. They're based on empirical evidence and what is the correct thing to do. The correct thing to do. Uh, For an extroverted judging function the standard or the opinion of everybody else holds a lot of weight Extroverted feeling looks at social cues and behaviors of other people to decide what to do. So extroverted thinking Likes these agreed upon measurements the ones that everyone can see and understand like facts and statistics these show the progress or the accomplishments. So extroverted thinking makes objective goals and works step by step to reach them. It's logical, it prizes competence, and it gets things done. And by completing a task, these TE types, extroverted thinking types, get energized to go after another task. So, in RPG terms, extroverted thinking is like a geomancer. This geomancer is able to move the world around him or her in order to reach their goal. Geomancers have skills like Earth Elemental, aka the scientific method. (laughs) Uh, They summon these giant meteors that slam into the ground with undeniable empirical evidence Uh, Oil speeds up actions and decisions. They use rock-solid data to get right to the point. You like all those? (laughs) Uh, They're also natural leaders because they know what steps need to be taken to get results. And these are broad stereotypes as always, but it's easier to start at the basic understanding and then refine it as you get more and more information and get more comfortable with it. So, the unstoppable boulder. I call extroverted thinking's brain pattern the unstoppable boulder. And Dario Nardi says that extroverted thinking uses brain regions very efficiently. It does this by relegating the activity to the main regions, and those regions are the ones that make evidence-based decisions. So basically, they quickly analyze the best available objective data and make a decision. Extroverted thinkers constantly look for what is readily observable or testable, and they're very good at finding it. This helps them make those quick and actionable decisions. So since they see a lot of this clear, empirical data and evidence to support their decisions, extroverted thinkers are generally very confident and they trust their actions because it's likely based on accurate information. Let's all hope so anyway. (laughs) Uh, Extroverted thinking types don't spend a lot of time fantasizing about abstract possibilities, um, the real world problems that allow them to complete tasks will usually hold their attention far better, but it depends on the ST or NT types, uh, but they're not generally like all over the place. <laughs> Extroverted thinking dominance also have uh, higher activity on the left side of their brain. The left side has regions that deal with decision-making, as we talked about, recalling information, hearing, and seeing. Uh, Dario Nardi noted that extroverted thinkers often prefer to only use FP1, which I'll talk about in a minute, to make decisions and act when possible. This helps reserve the mental resources and lets them stay in a decision-making mode for a long time as well. Also, extroverted thinkers have a tendency to assume their own decisions are correct before introspecting or looking into possible errors. Um, Dario Nardi noted this in the math exercise that he does with the EEG scanning system. Some of his uh, subjects would happily reach a solution and then self-report that his answers or her answers are correct before even checking for mistakes. And actually, those mistakes were later revealed. Um, So Dario Nardi mentions that this problem likely comes from confusing confidence and speed with competence. But it's not just extroverted thinkers themselves. Uh, in my experience anyway, other people might assume that the TE type knows exactly what they're talking about at all times. Uh, It's not just about numbers and money, I know, but I personally trust my ESTGA friend to make some of the most logical and rational choices. If there's ever a debate about what really happened or what the correct financial choice is, I often encourage everybody else as well to listen to and trust his input. And my ENTJ friend uh, advised me on my taxes and he's also my boss, so (laughs) there you go. Uh, So let's look at some of the key brain regions. We already talked about this one, but FP1, I wanna dig into it a little bit more. So this region is in the front of your brain And it's like the control center. Nardi called it the chief judge in his book. I believe he still calls it that too. And it looks at a a situation and decides between different options. It's also very good at explaining and giving reasons. So when you explain why you did something or why you chose A over B, that region lights up fp1 also detects errors it naturally picks up mistakes or problems despite it being tailored to detect errors it actually stops negative emotions from entering as well so it's a very interesting region there Um, it also prevents introspection kind of like what we just talked about so fp1 sees mistakes in the outer world but doesn't let those settle or slow you down when it's active Basically, it keeps you happy as long as you're making decisions and working. Um, I think this is a big part of extroverted thinking's ability, or extroverted thinkers' ability, to stay proactive in the face of setbacks. If you know any extroverted thinkers, you probably know what I'm talking about. They see a problem, and they make the most logical steps possible in that situation to overcome it. Sometimes that means maybe bypassing emotional needs, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong. In fact, this is part of what gives them their superpowers and their strengths as effective leaders. Um, I always imagine this region as the leader of a raid party. This guy or girl makes clear decisions and explains why if necessary. He's in command or she's in command (laughs) you know this region this character is responsible for keeping things running smoothly and if another player is you know causing problems or something like that he'll just shut them out just does not let them have any influence over the group or kicks them out (laughs) Uh, f8 dario nardi calls this region the grounded believer And I'm so happy I didn't even have to work for that Geomancer metaphor. Thank you very much. Uh, This region has two main parts to it. The first is about recalling concrete details and facts. It takes what literally happened and brings it to the foreground of the mind. The second part seems kind of counterintuitive based on the first being so concrete. Uh, another geomancer metaphor. Uh, It identifies what we like and dislike along a spectrum of personal importance. It handles our deeply felt personal values and is often expressed in a negative way. Not always, but it depends on the person. Uh, In order to do this, it ignores the context of the situation and emphasizes things that we have a personal connection to. So it's kind of counterintuitive because extroverted thinking is all about building a strongly structured system based on empirical evidence. But then it just throws in this magical emotional wrench. (laughs) Uh, But as Nardi pointed out, the more emotionally attached you are to something, the more likely it is that you will remember it in clear detail. That makes sense. Uh, If you can ignore the context of the situation and remember the information in crisp detail, then you're actually more likely to be objective and level-headed. He also says that if we really feel something is important, it transcends context. So I have a really bad memory unless it comes to something that's important to me. I can remember, you know, move lists and build orders and things like that with no problem because it's connected to something I have a deeply felt interest in. It's like if you memorized all the Pokemon stats and names and their evolutions and stuff like that. Uh, Introverted feelers also have high activity in this region. I assume they just put a different spin or weight on it. Uh, But it's cool to see that the mirror opposite still values it. So Nardi added that this region, combined with a strong FP1 that we first talked about, might make extroverted thinkers acutely aware of failure. They see whether or not they're living up to the standards that they've set because they have such high activity around searching for negative high-valued words and ideas. He mentioned that words like stupid or immoral light up F8. Uh, Maybe this is why a lot of you extroverted thinkers are completionists in games and go for lots of these achievements and things like that. Ideas on that? Anyone? Um, O1 is another region here, and this region in the back, uh, Nardi calls it the visual engineer, and it fits really well with the image of an extroverted thinker. O1 is used when we read charts or diagrams, as well as when we mentally assemble or disassemble an object. It helps us imagine how different pieces fit together to work within a structure. So it's like you have a program like Blender or 3ds Max or something like that running inside your head. You see an object and you can rotate it around. You can explode the pieces and then bring them back back together. So it seems to be very methodical and technical, hence the name Engineer and it's not holistic, so it strictly analyzes things for functionality. It helps you see how different components work together within the larger structure. T3 is another region, and the documented ENTJ example in the book had high activity in T3, the precise speaker. The ESTJ had um, high to medium activity. And this region was also one of the main regions for the feeling types. So T3 is used to speak with careful attention to composing complex sentences using proper grammar. It's used to listen to the specific words other people choose as well. One thing to note is that the is that fine speech is not the same as being logically accurate. Just because you have these points in fine speech doesn't mean that what's actually coming out is logically correct. It could just be used to express your thoughts more clearly. Uh, But because it's expressed clearly, it sounds legit c 3 also regulates sexuality, meaning that if you have high activity, you're probably more reserved in that sense. Low activity leads to kinky behavior, as he said, and I will leave it up to you to think of metaphors for that. So moving on, C3, the ESTJ had a higher activity in C3, the factual storekeeper. And while the ENTJ had high to medium level activity, uh, it wasn't high activity for him. And this makes sense because it goes along well with the general themes of introverted sensing. Introverted sensing keeps a clean, organized database of everything that happened and recalls specific sensory details related to the present moment to compare and contrast. So a lot of activity in this region that um, helps remember facts and retrieve specific information or dates seems very fitting. And this region also helps recall action steps of a sequence. So it's gotta be very helpful in remembering combos for like King and Tekken or Killer Instinct or any games like that. You know, these long strings of specific buttons you have to press. Uh, I still have some of those like locked away in my brain since the Tekken 3 days. I can do it right now. Yep, got it. (laughs) Uh, C3 is another region used to skillfully draw charts and diagrams as well. Uh, This goes along well with what we've seen about extroverted thinkers wanting clear data Uh, to follow and aid in efficient, actionable decision-making. If the information is displayed cleanly and clearly, then they don't need to waste a lot of time trying to figure it out. It just makes sense. So your quest. I want you to think about how skilled you are at using the regions I mentioned. Are you efficient and goal-oriented, like the neuroscience of the geomancer sets up? Or um, are you the opposite, like me? (laughs) How much priority do you think that you give to each of these regions? And what would life be like if you could shut off certain regions for the sake of speedy and actionable decisions? How can you use this information to build rapport with extroverted thinkers? Or if you are a TE type, how can you use it to build rapport with other types? You know, knowing your strengths and weaknesses. So FP1, Chief Judge, O1, Visual Engineer, F8, Grounded Believer, T3, Precise Speaker, and C3, the Factual Storekeeper all right thank you very much for watching this video i hope you learned something i hope it helped out in some way as always and the next video is going to be on extroverted sensing so stay tuned for that good luck have fun peace